Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Views and opinions expressed by hosts, invited speakers, and callers do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Black Talk Radio Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio, show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, David Wren, a.k.a. Dave from L.A., coming to you live from Southern California. Hopefully everyone had a great weekend this weekend. Today is September the 7th, 2015. Live show for you today. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, we'd love to have you. Give us a call at 641-715-3660. And the participant code is 549032. Go ahead, just hit uh, star six to mute yourself out and then hit one to prompt to let me know that you have a question or a comment. We'd love to hear from you and get our monologue and our dialogue, I'm sorry, our dialogue going on. So today is, I guess they call it Labor Day. And many, uh, many of you may be off is towards the end of summer. Um, I figured I was telling my wife yesterday, I said, today or what? Tomorrow I'm going to wear white. And I'm going to wear white Thursday and Friday and Saturday. I hate these dumb rituals that we got to say you can't do this or can't do that. I'm just going to be a different, you know, just be different and wear some white. So, hey, first of all, just want to say thank you all for listening today and continue to support Black Talk Radio Network and the programs that are here on the network. And they are here for you. You know the importance of it. But how would you feel if it's no longer here? So make sure that you can continue to support it. It's so needed, so necessary, because there is investment that we all have to make, and we all have to make an investment in ourselves. And most importantly, we have to make an investment in people we don't even know. Yes, you've heard a lot from Black Talk Radio Network. You probably learned a whole lot. But it's even bigger than you, the individual. It has everything to do with people that you yet not know. That's where the true spirit of love comes from so that you can ensure that that will, that this network and other networks like it will continue to carry on. Because, you know, one of the things that so often that we complain about, the people that orchestrate those things, they invest forward into the future. And this is why they always make decisions that you have to be, that you feel that you need to respond to because they plan for the future and they fully fund it years in advance of their own physical living or, or, or life capabilities. So you should do the same and because that same type of discipline is so needed. So you can make a monetary uh, 
donation, please do that. Uh, go to Black Talk Radio Network, and all the information is there on how to do that. Also, check us out, Tando, T-H-A-N-D-O Radio on Facebook. We post a lot of our uh, our different articles are there and what's going on. Uh, try to post there as much as I possibly can, especially in today. You know, it was so funny. Uh, a year ago, two years ago, it was so easy to have uh, so much information to, to post on a on a page or or you know somewhere. But in today's world, it's, it's difficult because you have major things unfolding like hourly. And, and so, but right now there seems to be a little calm to the to the storm. But everything else that was you know that could have been posted weeks ago are old news. So. We have a lot of stuff posted there at Tando. Go there and try to get as much as you can uh, because it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of helpful information there. And just to let you know, my man Chico Stick is going to be on uh, sometime this week. And I think I will let you know as soon as uh, he will. Then I'm going to get my uh, brother Kevin on and bring a couple of other guests uh, on this week for you guys, especially now because there's a lot going on. I wanted some things to, to kind of, uh, you know, get going before post, uh, had some of the guests come on, but they will be on this week sometime. I will let you know. So today's show, today's show, we're going to talk about some current events and then we're going to talk about how to basically start to prepare. We're going to continue to start off with some, some things and grow that conversation. If you have some suggestions or some things that you, are doing some things that uh, you found useful or some deals that you found that, that you would like people to know about, this is a great place to do it. One of the things that I forgot to do um, that I have to get going is the blackboard. Uh, the blackboard is, is where what I want to post inside of Tando is uh, deals that are available that have been found or if there's any information that, uh, you know, if some things of relevance that can help people in different parts of the country, uh, such as jobs or, or anything else that are, you know, that are beneficial to us. I want to post that there inside of Tando and call it the blackboard and just, you know, the full gamut of, of needs and wants and haves, haves and needs. So we're going to put that up there uh, in Tando, Get try to get that up this week, put it together and see uh you know, and then put put things on and then be there for you guys to look at and to use and to utilize and also you to support as far as placing things there that are available that may help people uh, where you are or anywhere else because we have to do as much as we possibly can. So that's some of the things that are coming. With that being said, let's go to what I want to do. We're going to... um in the first part, I wanted to just catch you guys up because we're going to talk about some of the things, the current events that are going on. And believe me, things are coming out hot and heavy, and they got some real undertones for a lot of things. Um, just to let you know where we are, and they're not going to stop uh, just because you know football season is about about to start. Start baseball is about to go into uh, its playoff run, and and everything else, and whatever you like to to do. Um, summer is, is ending going into fall and so many different things, but there are some major, major events that are happening in the world, um, that are going to affect you this coming fall and, I, and throughout history. They always like to do t- things around this time, start in the 
and go into winter because then that really, really makes the situation much, much worse. Um, so that's what we want to do. But I have a um, someone that I haven't played here that I, I really like uh, is Jim Willie. Jim Willie has a lot of good information. He's a little um, abstract in 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 just his uh, overall uh, sense of humor, but his information is always spot on. And he's uh, he's been doing you know this for a while, watching the markets, watching what's going on economically, and he's he's someone that has some great connections. And he's not is nothing new to him. This he's not new to the overall. He's been saying that things are, are, are getting really bad and it pretty much during the, you know, the projected timeline that he had since for the past 10, 10, 11 years. Um, I think I, I've been checking out Jim Willie and he's been pretty, pretty, uh, spot on and, and very, but always greatly informative, uh, with, with, you know, with his assessment of things and always like to uh, hear from him. Uh, like I said, I, I love his approach on everything. So we're going to play that for a little while. Then we're going to come back and definitely get into some of the current events, talk about them. And then uh, the the last hour, we will really, really talk about starting to prepare where you are, the misnomers, and what you should be doing um, now in a pay, at a pace that's good for you. And everyone can do something. It's those that prepare that, as Malcolm said, the future belongs to those that prepare today. That is so true. And you know, he had every he had everything that was a statement about education. But see, the education that he was speaking about was not anything about the school system or the college system. It had everything about the information of you finding out and being educated beyond being schooled, which is so so important. So the future belongs to those that prepare today. It's so true, Brother Malcolm passes those great words of blessing uh, to us all, and we have to definitely understand and use those. So, hey, let's go to these, this video, and then when we come back, we're going to jump into some of the current events, what you need to know, some crazy stuff out there that we need to talk about so that you can prepare for and start your own preparedness, uh, some of the things that you want to look at and, and get yourself on a schedule, uh, one that, that won't kill your budget, uh, so just get going. So. We're going to go to this uh, really quick, and then when we come back, we'll jump into our regular uh, conversation. Give us a call, and we'll be uh, jumping to this video right now. This is Brother Elliot, host of Time for an Awakening, and you're listening to Black Talk Radio Network, new media for the new millennium. Hello and welcome. Today is Wednesday, September the 2nd, 2015. This is Paul Sandu coming to you with another episode of Wake Up and Live Radio. I have on the line with me today a repeat and very popular guest, Mr. Jim Willie Coyote. Oh, I should rephrase that. Jim's not the coyote. He's the road runner. He's always ahead, two steps ahead of the coyotes because he knows which way the tide is going to be turning. So, to bring us up to date, to tell us what lies, to gaze into his crystal ball, let us know what is going to be coming up in the financial economic horizon, I, without further ado, I welcome Dr. Jim Willie. Hello, Jim. Good to be back on Desh. Uh, as usual, 
everything is turning to crapola. I mean rapidly, rapidly turning to crapola. Uh, we've got a major hidden war going on, both on the financial side and the industrial side, industrial espionage. It's, uh, it's rather sickening to watch because it's rather well done so that a lot really don't know what's going on even though they're watching what's going on. So is that something, uh, I know you wrote a, a recent article about uh, QE that is hidden. And uh, your your calculation is that it is not just in the billions, it is actually in the trillions. So are trillions in QE volume being hidden in dispensation for banker benefit? Could you please bring us up to date as how you think it is being done and for what purpose it's being done? I think it's going on with QE and hidden channels. Now, recall that for the last year or so, I've been saying things like, well, don't believe the official figures of 40 or 45 billion a month. No, that's, that's to keep the masses under control so they don't get alarmed. I've been saying all of it's probably in the hundreds of billions per month, if not trillions, if you count the derivatives that they're monetizing and covering with free money. And now we're starting to see, finally, confirmation of that, I don't know what to call it. It wasn't a forecast before. It was more like a preview or a hint or a suspicion. Now it's being confirmed. Okay, here's how it works. There's something called the repo, and that's a legitimate repurchase program with a Fed window. And you might just have a company like Walmart or what's another, Costco or Home Depot, and they, they need, say, $2 billion, but really just for three weeks. So they post treasury bills and they receive a loan. That's repo. That's legitimate. Right. The companies post the collateral and they get some short-term money and they, they give it back later, very low interest, and everybody's happy, and the collateral goes back into the original hands. But there's something now going on. It's been going on for quite some time, and amazingly, doesn't get much of any attention because most in the financial community like to turn their head away from the corruption, and those who are watching closely, I don't think, understand what reverse repo is. Reverse repo is the Fed shoving money into the repo window without any collateral on the other side. It's an abomination to begin with. Why do they do it? There's no collateral being pushed on the other side. Then suddenly we see the failures to deliver on U.S. Treasury bonds. This means like, you know, three days, three weeks later, the sellers of treasury bonds don't produce the securities to the buyers in a timely fashion, which indicates that we're seeing some massive counterfeit going on. Now, I give credit to Zero Hedge. They're an intrepid group. They posted a, an article last week or, or two weeks ago uh, about the volume of failures to deliver. 
It's $40 billion a day worth of U.S. Treasury bonds. Okay, add that up and you get somewhere on the order of a trillion dollars a month. So there's the worst case scenario that I described several months ago. If they're covering derivatives, it's probably on the order of a trillion a month. All right, who's enabling this but the Fed? So the Wall Street Bank's naked short U.S. Treasury bonds. They don't own them. They sell them without owning them, put it through the window, the repo window, and receive, well, they don't put it through, they, they put their hands through the window, and receive the billions from the Fed on the reverse repo function, the channel. It's an abomination. Okay, why doesn't the Fed stop this? Well, because the Fed wants to do unlimited QE without the public being aware. What's it for? It seems to me that it's to cover the petrodollar derivative losses as that vast machinery that's been at work for 40 years is being dismantled. But it's also, I think, more recently being used to cover the, the hedge, oil hedge contracts that are imposing gigantic losses for the Wall Street banks. Just think of all the different oil companies that hedged and are, are virtually selling their oil product for, say, $95, $100, $105 or $105 per barrel only because they hedged right. a long time ago. Right. So they're selling hedged at a hedged price. Well, this is zero-sum game. And on the other side is the Wall Street Bank. Mm -hmm. And I point the finger specifically to Morgan Stanley which for years has been involved as the main uh, player with their Platts Energy office, the main player in the oil industry with, with uh, derivatives and hedges. So it looks to me like the Fed is monetizing derivative losses, a jackass suspicion all along. So the QE volume is 20 to 50 times larger than admitted, and it's in the trillions per month. We have exploding QE dash. This is infinite QE to infinity squared. <laughs> I and like that QE to infinity squared. Yeah. That's well, it's a silly term, but I just want to catch people's attention. You can't square infinity. It's not a number, but QE to infinity has been my term for, for a year and a half or two years that there's no end to QE and it's only going to grow. And now we're seeing the QE cover derivatives, or it appears that way. Later we're going to see the next stage of QE to infinity squared where foreign nations sell out the treasuries and force the U.S. Fed, Federal Reserve, to cover with even more QE, like they're doing with the Chinese dumping. We're going to see a complete shattering of the U.S. dollar integrity and confidence. And that's when you're going to see the Treasury bond refused by foreign exporters who try to export to the United States economy. They're going to refuse the Treasury bills. 
and the U.S. is going to be forced to launch a new Scheiss dollar for domestic purposes only. QE is a guarantee ever since 2012, a guarantee of death of the dollar and destruction of the U.S. economy because it kills capital. Anyone who thinks it's stimulus is an absolute, total, bona fide moron. I guess it's a stimulus for uh, guys that want to buy Picasso paintings for $100 million or something because they're the ones that are the beneficiaries of this. But for the little guy on the street, yes, it's uh, it's a hot poker up there, you know, yin-yang. Up the rectums. Right. Yes. Right, it, it, right. It's stimulus for Wall Street in that it's a major, massive backdoor bailout so they can dump their toxic mortgage bonds and now their toxic treasury bonds. It's hard to call a sovereign bond toxic, but when you've got a Zimbabwe-type QE monetizing in an unsterilized fashion the U.S. government debt and dumped treasuries from other investors, that's exactly what it is. It's toxic. Well, can't say that I can, uh, you know, argue with what you're saying. It seems very logical, Jim. So then, of course, this bodes uh, another nail in the coffin of the dollar, which, uh, you know, you have been talking about for a while, and now it seems like it's uh, more out in the open than ever before. Uh, is there also the reason why lately we've been uh, seem uh, to have the stock market in a, in a roller coaster ride? You know, have we now entered an unstable period where the major stock indices will go haywire? Why has the U.S. Fed included stocks with its controversial bond purchases? Well, the simplest reason is they want to keep the U.S. population under control, quiet, uh, not alarmed, docile, and basically deaf, dumb, and blind. So people can look at their... Uh, 401ks or something and say, boy, I'm rich. I got so much money, you know, because it's all in the stock market, right? Yeah, it's in the stock market and the S&P is up. Uh, you know, the best advice for people to do now is sell their stocks, including their mutual funds, which are artificially high, and buy gold and silver, which are artificially low, and wait for things to, to level out. But uh, I, I learned way back in the 1990s. You know, Black Monday was a wake-up call for me. I was a young, a young professional marketing research analyst at a corporation, and Black Monday happened in 1987, and I, I suffered some damage, and uh, there was some problems that resulted. So I, I did a lot of studying after that and, and concluded, oh, my gosh, th this is what happens when the entire financial system suffers instability. It's like the whole dog is the bond market and the currencies, which are very closely related. But the tail on the dog is, is actually the stock market. So when you see bond and currency distress and instability and shockwaves, even if they're endured, you don't see calm stock markets, you see damage, you see really nasty volatility, steep declines, sometimes recoveries. And I think what we're going to see now for the next year 
is a, a real ugly waterfall decline. Uh, you'll see, uh, you know, 800 to 1,000 points down, two or 300 points up, and then it goes down again, big hard, and it comes up very slightly, fooling people, drawing in more money. They call them bear traps. Oh, it's all, it's recovering now. It should do well the next few weeks. No, it did well the next few hours. So there's also a, a phenomenon going on where we have lunatic high price earnings ratios, very badly exaggerated earnings, all kinds of games and gimmicks going on with the accounting. The, uh, the accounting, yeah. The, the earnings reports are, are really kind of silly. I brought attention to this two or three years ago with the, uh, the, the credit, the, the, oh, is it called? The, the debt something, uh, credit default. Credit default swap. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't get the, it, it's a, it's a credit adjustment. Um, if a company sold a bunch of bonds, corporate bonds at six and eight percent, and now they're selling at three and four and five percent. What happened was the companies would take a, a credit adjustment, uh, debt credit adjustment. I think that's what they call it. And this credit adjustment basically says, okay, if our bonds are selling at a much lower rate now, let's just pretend they're all converted and we can do a legal um, earnings report credit on that and pretend it's a profit. So you got lots of really crazy, goony things going on uh, that, that make for unrealistic earnings. And, and on top of that, you've got price earnings ratios that are skyrocketing. So take away the false earnings, cut them in half, and you'll see that the price earnings ratios are four times the norm. And, and a lot of the profits are coming from foreign subsidiaries. The U.S. stock market is less and less each year a reflection of U.S. business conditions. This is all un unsustainable. Uh, it, it's going to come back to a norm. I mean, I like to, I, I constantly like to mention that the U.S. economy has negative GDP right now and has ever since Lehman. We never got out of the 2007-2008 the shockwave where we, we had a, a sudden recession. It's funny, recessions are admitted only after the fact, they're never foreseen, and then they lie through their teeth about what the recession was. We never got out of this recession. It's been going on for six years, and if you look at the, the Chapwood Price Inflation Index, you see that, that almost all American cities have 8 to 10 percent annual price inflation, Yet the U.S. government removes only two, two and a half percent for what they call the, the deflator uh, off the nominal uh, economic statistics growth. Well, put some reality in that, and you see that they should not just remove two percent. They should remove eight or nine percent, maybe ten percent. They're lying on the GDP growth by a full 6%, and that's conservative. So we've got a minus 4, minus 5% recession every single year since Lehman Brothers. All right, so what are we doing in a prolonged, deep recession 
and having a stock market rally. Well, then you get the morons in the financial rag magazines and Wall Street saying, well, anytime you have low interest rates, you're about to have a kickstart to the economy. So we're really just a forward pricing <clears throat> mechanism here showing you how the U.S. US uh, economy is going to have an enormous reaction, enormous reaction, positively, for all these years we've been at the low interest rates. And I say no, no. I said this now for, for a good four years or more. The U.S. economy is not going to recover from this 0% because the, the CapEx, the business investment, capital expenditures, is largely taking place in Asia and the emerging market economies from subsidiaries and foreign plants for the American businesses. It's not taking place in the U.S. It's not going to happen with a recovery in the U.S. So we've got, we've got a situation here where the bonds, the treasury bonds, are showing great instability, structural problems, all the support markets and windows are breaking badly and in open view for the bonds. I'm referring to the dollar swap, the repo, the reverse repo, the negative interest rates, and all these structural problems are getting worse by the week. So, Desh, we're in a situation where the stocks are where the, are where the real stupid money is sitting right now, about to be forfeited, lost, and blown away. No, I, I have I have no doubt about that. I see it uh, happening quite clearly, and I suppose uh, that is the reason why not just the Fed, but uh, you know the ECB, the uh, Bank of Japan. You know they're all in heavily invested in the stock market now, which is uh, I believe uh, a new phenomenon. At least uh, I don't recall that happening back in the 80s or 90s. Uh, so you are, you are for you are you are for saying something uh, a correction on the order of what forty fifty percent? I don't know. I, I don't really care much about the stock market. It it belongs four times lower on the PEs price earnings ratio, which means that it should be with a seventy five percent lower price on the indexes. That sounds about right. You know, that sounds about right. But I'm not so, sure that's going to happen. It might. It might even go up. Well, it would mean that the Fed and the Wall Street banks, which are the main support uh, functionaries for the stock market, it would mean that the, the central bank and big banks pull their support. It's from QE, and it's from basic money laundering from the big banks into stocks but I think when they see what's coming as inevitable, the big banks and the Fed are going to put on – the Fed operates through J.P. Morgan. So the big banks are, are basically going to put on enormous S&P shorts. Right. I'm, not, I'm not talking about just, say, stocks. I'm talking about put options on the index and also the much more powerful, much more leveraged futures options. So if, if Wall Street puts on those big, big leverage shorts, they're going to be protected against a big decline, whereas John Q. Public and Jane Q. Public 
with their big mutual funds and, and privately managed pension funds will have no protection at all because they have no idea what, what uh, portfolio management's all about. They're just really, really just sadly unaware and deaf, dumb, and blind. I guess these uh, these boys are really hungry like vampires. They're hungry for new blood in Ontario where I live. They are, uh, the governments are now pushed through a plan where uh, people are going to be forcibly we already have a Canada pension plan, but they want to do an Ontario pension plan now. So, uh, you know, people are going to be forced to put uh, more money into Bay Street, which is our equivalent of Wall Street. But anyhow, that, that's... Uh, well, I think that's going to be uh, across all North America. Yeah. Obama, over a year ago, I think it was somewhere early in 2014, announced how uh, the U.S. government pension fund, pension employee, employee for the... Pensioners, I'm sorry, let me get this right. Yeah, some sort of retire, retirement pension, fund. Pension funds for employees to the U.S. government, they're going to be forced into treasury bonds, and they're going to probably come up with a, a new type of treasury bonds, especially for this purpose. I, I expect we're going to see a lot of 401k and, and IRA and uh, KEO, my my, my uncle, who's no longer with us, he was a, a private dentist, uh, and he had a Keo plan. That's where I learned a good deal about it from him. So Keo's IRA and 401ks, I think they're all going to be forced into special treasuries. And that will help finance the U.S. government debt to, to some extent and, and might actually finance a good deal of it if they get $1 trillion a year out of that program, and they could. It'd be done by force, and they'll, of, course, of course they'll tell all the participants that it, these are just very valid investments and your money is safe, but I think they're going to be first in line for the devaluations. Boy, oh boy. Ah. Everywhere we look now, you know, there's uh, this uh, volatility, there's this yo-yo type of action taking place, and that's also true in the crude oil and the oil and the energy market. So why is, uh, what's going on in the crude market? Why is crude oil stuck so low, and what are the consequences of this for the U.S. economy and for the big banks? Do you see a, do you see a new wrinkle in the energy world to become evident in the next few years, Jim? I, I think there's there's some new wrinkles for sure, like uh, cold fusion, uh, a lot more solar usage. Um, there are going to be a, a number of different methods that come in. It's interesting. The Rockefeller family now is the biggest new investor in alternative energy. Hmm. Does that mean they see a slow end for fossil fuels? Oh, absolutely. But, the, okay, why is the crude oil price low? The, the U.S. government nitwits and, and propaganda artists like to spout out that the petro, I'm sorry, that the crude oil price is down because there's a lot of surplus from the shale industry and there's a lot of reduced demand for crude oil. What they're saying is that we're lying about the U.S. economic recovery because we're telling you out of the other side of our mouth that there's less crude oil demand. That reminds me of, uh, you know, statements about the U.S. economy showing a robust 
recovery, but at the same time, uh, tax payments from the payroll system at the long-haul freight miles for truckers are down. So all the component evidence points down, yet they conclude that there's a recovery. Yeah, right. <coughs> Pardon me. So they're telling us that we have a, a, a surplus of oil and a dearth of diminished demand. But that's not why the oil price is down. The oil price is down for a simple reason, that the petrodollar machinery, that vast system of, of enormous contracts that link crude oil to the dollar in order to stabilize the two together. They, these are work, worked as a, you know, a counterbalancing of gigantic cable lines. And I, I, I don't know how to explain it you know, any better than that. Uh, for years and years, we've seen the, uh, when the, the, the dollar would go up, the crude oil price would go down. But we were talking about small moves. Now we're starting to see the petrodollar machinery being taken apart because the relationship between the Saudis and Washington has been ruined. And I'd like to just make a simple statement of why. The Saudi gold was stolen in Switzerland. All that UBS controversial news, all that Credit Suisse controversial news, I don't really care about the official reason why those big Swiss banks were attacked by Washington. We were told about, oh, the, the illegal tax-dodging accounts, tens of thousands of tax-dodging accounts in UBS. And then we were told that Credit Suisse had lots and lots of money, money funneled to the Iranian banks. All right, that's for the problem. That's the problem for the masses. That's the story for the idiots. I'm not an idiot. So I dug a little deeper and found, okay, UBS is where a lot of Saudi gold was stored. Hmm. And it was stolen. And the rest of the Saudi and other Emirate gold, I mean, it's not just Saudi. It's UAE. It's, it's uh, Bahrain. It's Oman. It's Qatar. It's Kuwait. The whole Gulf region had a lot of gold sitting in where they thought was a safe and secure location in Switzerland. Well, Wall Street and London bankers stole it. Well, they didn't steal it. They took it. And, and left behind these little pieces of paper. I mean, if someone comes into my house in the middle of the night and steals my wife's jewelry, I would at least hope that they put an IOU there that says, <laughs> I owe you $12,000 and I'm good for it. So it's not the way it works. <clears throat> so we have a huge erosion in the U.S. and Saudi relations. And the Saudis have been courting China for over a year. I remember back in early 2014, there was a, a meeting, a, I called them a love fest. Every month in Beijing with Saudi officials and ministers and business leaders from Aramco and you talked about cultural exchanges and, and big funds set up for, for you know, uh, lending money and, and pro, for projects and, and all kinds of things. So, we now have, Desh, 
evidence coming forward. Some of it I expected, and some of it I didn't. The part that I expected was the marginal uh, energy sector areas, the uh, like the shale oil and, and the, the weaker companies that, that don't have easy access to money and have to float more expensive bonds. They're called junk bonds if they're more expensive. I expected them to, to get killed off rapidly, and they are getting killed off rapidly. Not not instantly, but rapidly. Some of the, the marginal oil producers and drillers, like with, with platforms too, they're, they're seeing their secured debt, their bonds, backed by collateral, lose 70 to 80% or more. I mean, these are secured. And of course, if secured bonds are losing 70% or more, the unsecure assets are losing 90, 95% or more. And that's exactly what's happening. I expected that. Now we're seeing some, uh, not agency estimates, but monitors of, of various exchange-traded funds and other large funds and, um, you know, just the, the, the top-level investment vehicles out there. <coughs> They're being estimated now in the energy sector to have lost $1.3 trillion this year with bond defaults and debt downgrades and big secured bond losses. So that's what's now visible. But that's not the part that has really attracted my attention because I expected that. You can't have the oil price get cut in half in a matter of months without seeing massive damage and trillion dollar losses. And the losses come from the marginal side. Well, now we're starting to see not the margin, but the core start to suffer damage. And it's getting quite interesting and revealing how it's unfolding. It's going like this. Some of these larger firms, they're not Exxon. They're, they're hedged for a falling oil price. And here's what that means. You might have this, this is an actual case, an Oak, a very famous Oklahoma man who has a, a rather big business in, in you know, south central United States you know, primarily Texas, Oklahoma. And he dropped off his hedges. Well, what, what was the hedge to begin with? Well, it meant that a year and a half ago, two years ago, even a year ago, he had these contracts, futures contracts in place, that essentially allowed him to continue selling oil at $100 a barrel because he was hedged against a decline. In other words, the price of oil could decline, and he was neutral versus the oil price. That's what hedges are. Render yourself neutral, and you don't care about what happens in the next two months. Well, most hedging is not two months forward, not in the energy world. Most hedging is a little bit more, like three to six months, nine months forward. Well, this Oklahoma guy, I don't remember his name, but he's in the news because he's about possibly to face bankruptcy or severe distress. He dropped off his oil hedges a couple months ago. And nobody in his right mind would do that unless he thought that the oil price would rebound. 
So he thought that it was going to go from 40 and 50 up to 85, 90, 95, 100. So let's just say he thought it would go from 50 back to 100 or right, close. Right. If it bounced back, then he would be he would be just fine without his hedges. But since the oil price has stayed down, and since he does not have the hedge in place, he faces the very unsavory prospect of having to sell his oil under $50 a barrel when his costs could be close to twice that. His costs could be something like $70, $80, $90. In other words, he's facing a catastrophe. He's not alone. Now, why would anybody drop off a hedge? Well, there's a temptation to drop off the hedge. But there must be a cost associated with it that's uh, prohibitive, I guess. Well, there's a profit to take, Desh. If you right. have a hedge and it's successful, then you're selling oil at a loss, but it's offset by your hedge, which posts a profit. So they took the profit, those who dropped off their hedges, took their profit on the hedges and are running naked versus the market oil price. So we're going to see some notable names in addition to Hercules and Sabine go under. It's because they dropped their hedges. Now, that's not the end of the story. The end of the story involves the counterparty factor. If this wildcatter had continued with his hedge, like many other, perhaps more prudent, oil producers, they kept on their hedges, then they sell oil at a loss, but post a profit on their hedge, are net neutral, but someone's a counterparty on those hedges and losing trillions. Who is it? The it's Wall the Street. Wall Street banks. That's what you were talking about in the beginning, that uh, the Fed has to do unlimited QE to infinity squared because of all these uh, oil-related uh, derivative losses that these banks are suffering. Yeah, well, the oil derivatives are the petrodollar, which links the dollar with the crude oil price. These are basic oil hedges. Okay. The second part. But it's the second area of gigantic losses. The second area is the basic oil hedge from standard garden variety oil futures contracts. I don't want to get into explaining how they go net neutral, but they basically take the entire volume that they wish to protect, and they offset them, offset those that, that production with hedges that are of the oil futures type. All right, so who makes the market in these oil hedges, which are futures contracts? The counterparty is almost always the Wall Street banks, in particular for past years, it's been Morgan Stanley with their Platts office and desk. So, my, my, my good buddy and colleague, George of the Comex, I call him George of the Jungle privately, George of the Comex has pointed out that we're going to see massive, massive damage and losses declared in the next few months because the oil hedges are expiring. So their protection is going away. And I ask the question, if the Wall Street banks realize that these hedges are disastrous, 
My belief is that in the last few months, they have not been underwriting additional oil hedges. That would make sense. Okay, so you've got a, a limited amount of damage from the limited, it's, it's a lot large, but it's limited, it's finite, amount of U.S. oil production and U.S. company, oil company production. It could be, you know, in a foreign country, but it's U.S. company. All right, the hedging is probably done in Wall Street. So you've got a finite amount of oil, but you also have a finite amount of time. I believe the Wall Street banks are facing annihilation by next year from the oil hedges that they are making the market in as counterparty. We're talking about multiple trillion dollar losses here. And it's starting. This is not theoretical. This is actual. And we're seeing evidence of it already. We're seeing it in the form of those companies that drop off their hedges, suffer the big losses, and offer a hint of what the damage is on the other side of the table with those who underwrite as counterparties. We're also seeing deep losses in private equity firms like uh, Blackstone. And they're doing something dangerous. They're suffering losses. But instead of booking the losses, they're doubling down with additional investments. It's called good money after bad. So what the big guys like uh, Blackstone are doing is guaranteeing even larger future losses because the oil price is not coming back. One little hint that it's not coming back. It's not about cold fusion or alternative energy. No, the big hint is much simpler. Iran is about to come online with half a million barrels per day, and they have announced that in four to six months they expect it to be one million barrels a day. So if you've got an oil surplus now and a struggling market to recover in price, I guarantee you it's not going to recover. Okay, well, we put that down as another jackass forecast, and I'm sure you'll be correct this time as well. So do you think, do you expect something like a, a Lehman moment for uh, Morgan Stanley or uh, one of these big players in this game here, Jim? Where they, I, might, where they might be allowed to commit harakiri? I expect a Lehman moment for at least one Wall Street and London bank. It could be Morgan Stanley and Barclays. Barclays is a big market maker in LIBOR. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they're a big market maker in the oil hedging. It's going to be more than one bank this time because something has happened in the last three years. I've, I've been all over this concept. I call it lashing. You, you saw ever since Lehman Brothers, the reaction from the big banks was to share the risk together. What they did was they, they made it so Morgan Stanley wasn't the only oil Head, oil counterparty guarantor for hedges, and they made made it so that Citigroup and J.P. Morgan won't, were not the only uh, guarantor for bond futures and the interest rate swap derivatives. Morgan Stanley started to take on more of the interest rate swap derivative responsibility and shoulder the risk. And my guess is if Morgan Stanley took on additional interest rate risk, 
other Wall Street banks took on more oil risk. So these big banks are sharing the risk. You're not going to have one of them go down. You're going to have a few of them go down, or you're going to see the Fed get caught monetizing trillions. And, and this is exactly how I think the dollar is going to go away. The prestige of the dollar vanished with 0% and QE, that the unsterilized bond monetization Zimbabwe style. So the African monetary policy, along with the Japanese 0% policy, became integrated in 2009 and 2012. That's when we lost the prestige. Now we're losing the integrity from the exposure of what QE is. A backdoor Wall Street bailout, first for their mortgage bonds, second for their treasury bonds, and now for their derivatives and their oil hedges. This is game over for Wall Street. Yes, I guess the world is uh, wising up to it. They have been wise, now they're actually taking action. That's why I keep hearing this new term called quantitative tightening. Uh, coming into uh, vogue these days, and I suppose uh, the more uh, Fed pumps in, uh, the, there's going to be more dumping of uh, U.S. Treasuries and uh, in and the international stage. There's no Fed tightening. There's no monetary tightening. None at all. What you have is more dumping, and therefore acceleration of QE and its easing. So you're getting more false stories out there from well-intentioned people who are calling dumping by the Chinese of $100 billion a, a month. They're calling that tightening. No, it's not. That's forcing the Fed to do hyper-easing. So what is happening is the additional dumping is forcing the Fed to accelerate their easing. This is not tightening. It's accelerated easing. That's the nature of my name, QE to infinity squared. It's not tightening. The dumping is offset by hyper-easing. No, I understand. Yes, uh, what I'm saying is that, uh, that the, the severing between uh, the international players and uh, the Fed is uh, becoming obvious where the dollar in their eyes is already toxic. And they are not just shying away from it, they are running away from it. Absolutely. So the dumping, for, forget the term, you know, tightening. I, I'm, not, I'm get, not getting angry at you. I'm getting angry at, at those who are putting out the phrase of quantitative tightening. There's no such thing. They're forcing the Fed to ramp up an order of magnitude. Okay, here's where the failures to deliver come in. They're, they're allowing the Wall Street banks to walk off with a trillion dollars of monthly QE hidden in the reverse repos from the failures to deliver after they do naked shorting of treasury bonds. That trillion a month, I think, covers the oil hedges. Their counterparty losses to the oil futures that legitimate oil dealers and producers have, have set up those hedges, the counterparty losses are with Wall Street. And that is what the Fed is covering. So the Fed is going to get overwhelmed. 
They're covering the treasury bonds that are being dumped by not just Wall Street and big Western uh, European banks. They're covering the, the dumped treasuries from the Eastern nations. They're covering the oil hedge losses from the Wall Street and London banks. They're covering the interest rate losses from J.P. Morgan. They're covering derivative losses from the dismantled petrodollar. The, the Fed is being overwhelmed. The morons out there are talking about uh, an interest rate hike when the exact opposite is happening. They're going to keep the interest rate low. They can't afford to raise it because they'll destroy the treasury bonds under their own feet. What's happening is they're accelerating the QE volume into the trillions each month. Exactly like I've been saying for the last several months. The evidence, evidence is coming forth now. This is not 40 billion a month. This is probably one to two or three trillion dollars per month. Not per year, per month. Well, that's what, uh, that's makes sense when you hear, you know, that the derivatives market is somewhere in the magnitude of some quadrillions or something, so it would have to be on that scale. Uh, China, of course, is uh, very heavily involved in uh, this game, uh, so what can be expected with violent incidents following the Chinese RMB devaluation? And what exactly is the threat to the U.S. dollar from such devaluations? Or why why are they doing it? Well, you know, let's start with the basis of the U.S. propaganda. We've been told that the U.S. dollar is strong, it's rising, because other nations don't have our strength and advantages. They don't have our firm structure. They don't have the U.S. economy recovery. It's all a bunch of bullshit. What's happening is that the petrodollar machinery is being dismantled. And when it's dismantled, big contracts get liquidated. And they're all set up in dollar denomination. So when the big contracts get liquidated, forcibly by the Saudis and through their agents who don't want the relationship with Washington anymore. The liquidation takes place and artificial demand comes into the picture, comes to the table, and dollars must be produced, put on the table, in order to satisfy these gigantic contracts, which are probably, you know, on the order of a trillion dollars per contract. So there's your artificial demand pushing up the dollar. And then you've got these vicious cycles at work. And I, I put out a public article a, a few weeks ago, I think four weeks ago. I'm doing about one a month. And the, the article a month ago described the treasury bonds as a black hole. So the weaker corporate bonds and, and other loose funds for whatever purpose in the, in the U.S., are finding a home in treasury bonds. Not because treasury bonds are strong, but because the other ones are showing extreme weakness. And people don't know what else to do except hunker into the treasury bonds, because that's where the QE back support is. And on the cross the borders, in international land, you see foreign currencies weakened from their economies going downhill. And they don't have the support of QE 
So their currencies are weaker. And, and when they're weaker, big players tend to trade out of their own domestic currency and buy U.S. dollars in the form of treasuries. So you've got a black hole phenomenon going on where weak bonds and weak currencies are being sold in favor of treasury bonds. Okay, that's the backdrop. So you've got the U.S. propaganda saying we've got a strong system and a strong economy, therefore the dollar's rising. It's a bunch of horseshit. What you've got is a dismantling of the petrodollar machinery and all the vicious circles working, vicious cycles working to keep the dollar lifted. The U.S. government does not want the dollar to keep rising in an accelerated fashion. Hey, Scotty, okay, I saw, I, I gotta tell this story. Okay, everyone. Okay, everyone, uh, this is, uh, Tando brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We're getting ready to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this because, uh, got to break this down for you, what Jim Willie was really saying, and you can really start to see it now, uh, because he was absolutely right on a lot of stuff. So listen, you listen to Black Talk Radio Network, uh, bringing you Tando Radio Show. So we're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to jump into this and jump into the current event and tell you how to start to get prepared because you have to. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com, helping you filter through the noise. Real talk, black talk. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. And we were just listening to Jim Willie. Hopefully you, uh, you learned some stuff, because we definitely got to talk about what he, was, what he was saying and talk about some of the current events that's uh, happening that you need to know and prepare for. So if you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call. Number is 641-715-3660, and the participant code is 546032. Hit star, uh, star six to mute yourself and then hit one to let me know that you'd like to have a, you have a question or a comment. Definitely we'll get right to you. Okay. Let me tell you one of the things that is a lot of things, but I want to start with what Jim Willie said about the recession. Well, before I say that, let me just tell you this. We are coming through the greatest economic prosperity that the baby boomers and for that matter, all of the American uh, population of the past has ever, ever ex uh, been exposed to outside of slavery in modern times. And with that, the system is still broke. Look at the baby boomers are still broke even after coming off of four of the most prosperous, prosperous economic times and periods excluding slavery. And there is nothing to show for it. When you really think about it and really look at it retrospectively, there is nothing to show for it because it was all fraudulent. Now, one of the things that Jim Worley said, I wanted to break down a couple of things and we got to move into current events. And I'm going to tell you why I played that is because what Jim Worley was saying, this is such a fraudless, fraudulent system. They never tell you that you're in a, re 
recession until after the recession. That's so true because they don't forecast recessions because they don't want you to hedge yourself. They don't want you to protect yourself from it. They want the, the recessions come, to come in because the recessions are how they're, e, e, how they're able to legally plunder and steal from you. Steal from your retirement funds, steal from your investments, steal from your labor, and steal from your future. And the future of the your children and grandchildren. This is how they're able to do it. Now, we're talking about quantitative easing. Let me tell you why this is so important. And he talked, he talked about queuing, QE to infinity square. When, let me tell you why that's so important. That's because right now, no country is buying the U.S.'s debt. So what they do, the buyers of last resort, and this is purposely being done, since they're not buying the debt, since they're not able to export their liabilities to other countries, other countries don't want to take on take on paying someone else's debt. It's just like you. If you had a friend that was giving you their bills to pay for them while they live how they want to live with the cash that they have and still your cash, but they would pass you the debt and it required that you pay for it. That's exactly what the U.S. government has been doing financially to the rest of the world. They've been passing the rest of the world their liabilities. They were exporting their debt. And by doing that, other countries have become pissed, upset, and realize that they've been scammed. And so what are they going to do? They're going to make ways to move out of it. But see, that's just the the layered thinking. But the real cusp of it all is that all these governments are in this together to totally trick and deceive the everyday person throughout the world. So now, why is that relevant, the, the quantitative easing? Why is that so significant? So what's happening is, is a private organization is buying up through printing and digitally creating cash in their little machines and their little printing presses, presses without any real value. They just say, okay, cool, I got something for you. I'll go and get you, and then you're going to give me in return. I'm going to give you nothing, and you're going to give me whatever I want. And people sign up for that deal. And the people that sign up for that deal are the are the governments of the world. They hold themselves beholden because it's all one system. They try to make you think there's a difference between one and the other, but there isn't. So how it plays out against you is this. They say that they're bu- no one is buying the debt. So because of that, the Federal Reserve is the buyer of last resort, which means you are. They're exporting the debt to you. And this is the significance of it. The debt will be so great and so large, it will be unserviceable. And then this is where you go into default. And guess who goes into default? The bank doesn't. You do. The everyday person. And they pass that to you because you're the owner and the servicer of that debt. And so now what happens is this. You lose everything that you've ever worked for. It doesn't matter if you have a paid-off house. 
It doesn't matter if you have a a, a well funded in, in in a a prosperous business. When a country goes insolvent and bankrupt, all seized and taken away. And they'll take it away and they'll say that the, the legal recourse for taking it away is because your country was broke. You don't think this can happen? Look at Greece. This is exactly what they did in Greece. They told them to give them a referendum, totally basically told them to go to the vote. Why did they tell them to vote? Because they, they control the voting. They don't care how you vote. They count it. They told the people, go to the vote and say, and then say no to us. What did everybody say? Yeah, we're going to say no to you. Not even knowing or realizing that you are playing right into their strength. You are playing the system that they created. So how in the world can you win? And when you did that, they went in and voted. So what did they have, have for you? A surprise because it was already done. So what did they do? They caused an economic crisis, a currency crisis. And start to bring pain and say that y'all can't pay, so it has to be pain. And you buy it, and we buy it. Saying, oh, we have to pay them. One of the things that they do is they play on the ignorance of the morals, of people's morals. They try to make you a goody good two-shoes to follow every rule, regardless of how that rule is developed, because what they do is they get you to get to, to blindly worship them. And because you have so-called the morals that they set, not any real moral compass that is instinctively yours, but the one that you suppress, but by the standard that they have, because they give you an immediate reward for so-called following the rules. They'll give you a promise like they'll give a, a institution different tax favors. They'll give you a favor of get, getting a promotion within their economic paradigm of enslavement. They'll give you more whatever it is that you, your comfort level it is. Whatever your drug is, they'll give it to you. And, we'll, and you'll think that it's the right thing. So now what happens is this. Then they come in and say that your debt was so high. This is why quantitative easing is going to continue. Because it's really putting the, the you in further and further debt. And they're doing it through MBSs, mortgage-backed security. So guess what? They're buying up all of the property. The underlying buying up the property and the bonds on the property in the stock market. No, your daggone paperwork for your mortgage doesn't change, but your bond changes. So what do they do? They purchase it all illegally without anything of value. Then they def have it default. And what? And the most important thing is taking possession of it. See, they can't just come out and just take possession of it in a way that you can catch on to what's going on. They have to come up with an elaborate scheme. And when they what they do is this. They think that their scheme is so elaborate that they'll even tell you what they're doing to throw it in your face. And even to see, because of their arrogance, to see if you could figure it out. That you've been had. That you've been for Everything that they've said, every piece of contract that they've ever written has been fraudulent. But see, the thing is that they've taught you so well in school 
that you had an obligation to pay every debt. Well, their obligation is to provide you with every fraudulent debt that they can create is known as an economy. And then that's how they get us all. And then that's how they, so what happens is they increase the overall debt and they have the debt go into default. And then what do they do? They come back and say, you have to pay us. And there's no way in the world that you can pay a 300 and some trillion dollar debt when you only have 200 and when you only have 600 million people. That's a, that's a debt of over a million a person. Just in that debt alone, moving towards 1.4, 1.5 million per person. So then what happens? You can't pay it, so you lose everything. And then guess what? You'll sign off that, yep, we messed up. And how they say that, that you'll say that, yeah, we messed up, they'll blame it on some politicians. Some celebrity figurehead politicians that they put in front of you that are nothing more than below level minions that they like you to see so that you could be angry and point your finger at them because they know that you no longer resonate spiritually you only resonate through what you see seeing is believing they get you to get back and only into a physical state and they control the physics because they control your mind they control your mind from the very day that they start to send you and take you from your parents and send you off to their school. Instead of you being groomed and nurtured by your parents into how to live a sustainable way on this great planet that God has created as your paradise. They turn your paradise into your new hell while they remain to take the fruits and the benefits of everything and so this is what they do they're going to they're going to send the debt up so high unserviceable and then they come in and they seize assets and guess what else they do they seize your life and they say that now your debt has been called you hit you get hit with a margin call they call alone. Doesn't matter how much debt you have. You won't be able to pay it because they'll collapse the economy. And when they collapse the economy that you're so dependent upon, then there's no way out because you'll even think that there's no way out. Now you're trapped forever. Because they got you to think exactly the way that they want you to think. And they send out all of their frequencies and all and all their messages and, and 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 all of their energy towards you thinking that way, and we do because we've known no other way. There's very few people that you ever known that has ever been free in their life. They most of them have been born into slavery, and all they know is slavery. And what they try to tell you is how to get over on the system of being enslaved and you can't as long as you participate in it you are in it with nowhere to go let me tell you one of the things that Henry Kissinger said this eugenic Nazi he said control oil 
and you and you control nations, control food, and you control the people. Think about it. Control oil, and you control nations. Control food and water, and you control the people. Because the people will surrender all of their food and water. Because we've been feeding them since they were born. The only thing that they know is that their their manning comes from us. So we will be their God. He didn't say that, but that's what I threw in. So this is a very, very telling time that we're in. And it's because of the agenda is always to take more, especially when there's more people on the planet. Because there's only so many people that they can school and effectively school. Because some people don't buy into the schooling. Some people don't buy into the schooling and they start different, you know, radio networks, like Black Talk Radio Network. There's some people that don't buy into it. For, they do different things and it starts to show that they don't buy the schooling. Oh, they went to your school, but they didn't buy your program. And then that's when their game becomes, it, it, that's where the real threat and they have it, they become, they fall into a position where now their, their overall authority is in jeopardy. Their false sense of control is broken. Their ability to stroke fear and the power of the fear to paralyze no longer has that same influence. When people start to realize who they are, they realize that they need not to fear anything. Because there's nothing that man has ever told you about eternity that they can do or is true. Nothing that they could tell that they told you that they could do to you that is true. Nothing they said about eternity that was true. They've only created slaves because they had to enslave the true leader in you first. And once you realize that you walk away from their schooling then you can live the way God intended you to be, free and independent. That's the biggest threat. That is a huge threat to the overall system. So now, just before, let me just say this about what Jim Willie was saying. Basically was saying was this, is that the debt is going to continue to, cre to, to get bigger and they're going to have these collapses and collapses and collapses until they finally have it right where they want it where they have people in fear because they're going to slowly start to deteriorate everything to where you have nothing because guess what they're going to do? They're going to cut off the supply chain. They're going to cut off the oil, which is in turn one of the lifebloods of energy for an economy. Then they're going to cut off the deliverance of food and water which is the lifeblood of your physical existence. Now they got you. But see, to do that, they can't just walk out and turn it off because then guess what? They're not strong enough to respond or to be able to manage 
your response. They're not able to manage what you will do in response, how you will decide. They're not able to handle it. So what do they have to do? They have to devise a, an elaborate scheme to keep you within the system and participating within the system and fighting from within the system. In order to change a problem, you can't use the same consciousness that created the problem. You have to think anew. Else you're nothing more than the problem creator. And that's where we really, really are and always have been. So their intentions is to have every country on this planet to be like Greece, insolvent, and has to have to surrender their sovereignty by way of debt that they've created. What a charade. What a charade. And it's all... It's all fraudulent. Every contract that you've ever signed, every legal, so-called legal contract via mortgage, via car, via anything else has been filled with nothing but ubiquitous fraud because it's been instituted by the money changers. They changed what real money was to a debt instrument of fraud. It's all counterfeit. It's all criminal activity. And what they did was they allowed the, what, what happened was the devil has a way of wearing his Sunday's best. And we call it a saint. They come in with their, with their, their Sunday's best on and there's nothing but the devil in disguise. And we know it, but guess what? The devil always has something in his pocket for us that we want. And that's where we lose our soul. That's where we lose our existence. That's the only time that you'll ever know the fire of hell. Outside of that, there is no such place. Unless you create it. Unless you give in to it. And this is where we are economically. They're going to continue to collapse these, these economies and take everything because ultimately what they're going to do is increase the slave labor here. This is the target here. That's why they're building all of these FEMA regions and all of these uh, FEMA camps and all of these prisons everywhere. And this is why they allow the country to go into receivership a legal term that they created, a, a program in, in, in an in a economic system that they created for your demise and for your enslavement. And then we legally participate in it, and guess what? We'll walk right to our cage and claim it as our home. It's a dangerous, dangerous thing when you're miseducated and you buy the miseducation. So, they're going to continue, and then the U.S. will lose its sovereignty because of it. And one of the ways how this is going to get played out, there was an executive order that was signed recently. The celebrity figurehead in the White House, nothing more than a celebrity, someone for your eyes, because they always appeal 
to your eyes, signed an executive order called 13603, which removes all forms of transportation, energy, water, and all resources, commodities, and anything that you can produce, all forms of resources, including human resources, to be beholden to the state and to take those resources in the best interest of the state, not in the interest of the people. The state of the hell that they've created. And guess what? They can even take you and whatever your professional or intrinsical value or whatever it is that you know or if you have a critical occupation or skill, they can take you and have you perform that 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 job, that that trade, your skills without paying you. What more do you, what, what, how much more do you need to see that we've been had? And it wasn't something that they do right away. This has been building because they move slowly because they have a 300 year plan and it's a cyclical plan. 300, 400 years, they just keep the same plan going depending on where you are based off how many people and the overall mentality of the people, which tactic they will use to control. And they will switch everything around. Black is white, white is black, red is green, green is, is red. They don't care about that. They care about controlling the economic and they can care about controlling the energy that you have. And most importantly, your free will. It's the most prized possession and most prized resource on this planet. Because your free will upholds the paradise that was given to you out of love and grace. So, this is where we are. This is what has been put into place that we need to deal with. You need to deal with individually, first and foremost. So now, what I want to do is I want to look at, as we get ready to go to the commercial break, when we come out of the commercial break, we got to talk about preparing. I want to talk about some of the uh, current events that are going on. It's a bunch that's happening uh, right now. And when we come back, but just to give you a, a little heads up about some of the things, the overall uh global war stage that's being set because that falls right in the line right in line with everything else they're telling you that uh, the economy is a bubble and it's going to burst because they want you to know so that you'll agree with it and then guess what when you agree that they burst something that means that you agree to whatever their their solution to it all and their solution is going to be ways and means your way of life will provide for their means of life this has always been the agenda. Hey, we're getting ready to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about this further. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 641-715-3660. Participant code is 549032. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break.
This is Ron Hayes with Hood News, and you're listening to the Black Talk Radio Network. Stay tuned. This is Brother Elliot. First of time for an awakening, and you're listening to Black Talk Radio Network, new media for the new millennium. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Your boy, David Wren, a.k.a. Dave from L.A., definitely. Please get in the, on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us a call, 641-715-3660, and the participant code is 549032. So, and we're going to talk about some current events that are happening that you need to know, and we're going to talk about uh, even how do you start to prepare where you are right now. Uh, we're going to highlight that for the remainder of the show. Okay, now check it. There, there is um, some very important, one of the things that I want to uh, first start with was, you know, today, early this morning, uh, there was another uh, chemical explosion inside of China. And this is the fourth, and believe me, there is, there is a financial war that's being fought and a strategical um, shooting war that's now been in place because what, one of the things that you want to do is you, you want to give the appearance that there are different sides and that these sides are now going to war. And when they go into war, they sweep you right up in the undertow. When that wave goes out, that wave of war goes out, it sweeps you right with it. And so now the whole stage is being set to uh, destroy another part of the world, uh, uh, people in other parts of the world's ability to wage a war. And this is so important because, you know, we have this military worship that we that we have. And every time you sell your soul to something, you, every time you make a deal with, with the devil, you, you, you lose your soul. We... We sold our souls to worshiping a military. Even though we love the different individual family members that may be there, are you not looking at the big picture? Are you not looking at the picture of, of death and war? Are you not, are you not, are you that naive that you can't see that it's a setup? From everything else that they've told you about their organized crime, what made you think that they have some malevolent agenda for you after they told you time and time again and shown you time and time again only the criminal kills the innocent or kills as a what kill use use death and destruction as a way of life that's a psychopath and because we're so delusional and so we're, we're so distracted, we don't even see the psychopath among among the with the sociopath carrying out their orders among us. We have this worship of the military as if it's is ordained and blessed 
by the great creator through evil destruction and the manipulation and the raping of resources, human resource and natural resource. And we put a blessing of a cloak, a religious cloak with a kiss, some oil and some water and some hand sign. And we think that the great creator had anything to do with it or condones it. Doesn't even conceive it. Because when you're a true lover and creator, there are things that you are not capable of. Not a, you're not capable of the ill and, and the, the destruction. So what's happening here is you have people within these militaries. They may be some, some good people, but they're, they're buying into a broke system, a, organ, a, a, a system that is rooted in organized crime, and they're claiming their side. This is why they have to break you down in a boot camp. This is why they have to break you down through false indoctrination of allegiance and loyalty to a flag. And they give you an order. And they give you an order of God, country, and family. When you don't even realize the God that they're talking about is the one that created this system and is not the one that created the ecosystem, the true great creator, the God that created the economy. And you bow down to it daily and think it's right because you've been schooled. So now you have people on different parts of the world that are doing the evil bids and the evil deeds for people that they know not or people that have no concern about them at all. You're just human resource to them. This is why they call it human resource. So you have people in the military in one country and another people in another country and they, they start to tell you that this is your enemy and we buy off into this program and you're following the, the orders of those that are killing you both. Setting up a, a fight and they're watching the fight because they've already fixed the fight and they will get the prize. While you will get all of the physical, emotional, spiritual damage from the facade of the ring that they put you in to destroy each other. So now you have military people in different parts of the world. And these people may be some some very good intentioned people, but they're misguided. Good intentions without real good guidance is destructive. So you fall into and they know that what all they have to do is to stroke the pride of life in you. Because so many of us will do anything we don't even care much about. As long as we're right, that's all that matters. And we'll kill, we'll even destroy people that we love just to be right. They've stroked that pride within and, and, and groomed and nurtured that pride in all. 
through their education, the miseducation system. So now they create the weapons that we pick up. They create the arms that we use against one another. They cre create the viruses in the computers that we send to each other. And we say we're doing it all in good faith. We've been had. So now, these sides, where the military personnel are going to be willing to, to follow the orders, keep follow the orders, keep follow the orders to go into war and to have acts of hostility and aggressions against other people in the world that they don't even know that they never even met. Never met, have no clue who's on the other side. But they know that they're their eternal enemy and that they hate them. Why? Because the school told you to. That was in the term paper. That was in the lecture. That was in the film. That was in the book that they wrote. You read and you believed. So now we have this waging of war so that we will have and we will be the ones that will actually be the enemies of our own kind and be the depopulators. They don't even have to participate in the depopulation program. They get you to do it. They get us to do it. And we participate in it so, so willingly. Only thing that they do is aggravate and instigate it through small events that they are able to magnify globally through the media. through propaganda and through the pride of life. So now we got another explosion in China and this is in my opinion is the way that you stop the a country's ability to fight or to be weakened just before the admitted war. Then we also had overnight the U.S. government asked Greece to stop allowing Russia to use Greece airspace to fly aid into Syria. Greece said no. So now that means that in order for that to stop, the U.S. is going to have to stop it. And Russia has already put a forward air base inside of Syria to protect Syria. And they say that they're fighting ISIS, the very same ISIS that the U.S. government said that they're fighting, and the very same ISIS that has been created by government to attack you. And how they're going to attack you? Because they're going to be the proxies for the war that will destroy people throughout the world. Let me tell you, the greatest enemy that you have right now going to be the neighbors around you because they are going to be the perpetuators of the government's agenda against you blindly 
They won't even know it. So they won't have any question as to why not. They're thoroughly, thoroughly indoctrinated to this whole system. So then, so then now, this means that NATO and the Russian militaries and, and air forces will come into contact somewhere in the Mediterranean, near Turkey, near Syria, or near Greece. And this is going to be, they're telling you all of this because they're showing you and they're walking you to war against someone you don't know. Not against them, but against those that they hate. And they hate every person that exists. Especially those that will resist their authority. They consider you nothing more than cattle. That is here like the, like most people consider a fruit tree. That tree is bearing fruit for me. That is the greatest theft and thief among us all. Those that would take the, 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 the fruit of the tree. So many, like we say before, so many want to eat the fruit, but there are very few that will feed the root. We don't have root feeders. So now, another major, major, major event also. Oh, I posted something inside of Tando. You got to check out. It, it was uh, the Hillary worship. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just check it out. Go to Tando. It's the Hillary worship. Posted it today. Uh, don't even want to give any more time to that. But also, another major, major news. Once again, the chemists of the world that are beholden to the overall enslavement of human of, of mankind have a new drug it's called the devil's breath the dangerous new drug known as the devil's breath and there are some with all of the drugs that they've put in our food we've been so inoculated with toxins so that now what happens is this, is that man understands that they can't be like the great creator, so they have to imitate in order to control people. They have to synthetically make things to change and alter the human body in the natural process of life. And this is why the chemists are the real the chemistry is the real threat to humanity so now they have this new drug called devil's breath and as things get worse economically you know they test these things out from time to time the different drugs and everything else because these drugs are meant to, to totally take over and change the chemical process so that you will no longer be you but you will be in a very inferior state of existence that requires direction, that requires 
to be continued to be fed to maintain the overall chemical process that has now been changed. So that you'll be on the umbilical cord of evil. You'll be attached to the system. And this devil's breath is right along. I would expect that, you know, throughout human history, at this exact same time, and I would be pretty sure during World War II, there were different drugs that were being passed around. Vietnam War and all the other wars. Korea, all these other wars, they wanted the people attached to chemicals, to so-called deaden the pain of of life, and to further have humanity fall into a state of desperation. You know, with the number of young people that are artistic, that has autism and everything else, that's nothing more than the magic and the sorcery the evil sorcery of man to destroy your birthright. The greed that people have against one another is great. And they've taught us all to be just that. And so this this devil's breath is, it totally changes in as, as soon as your your body is introduced to it, it alters. I'm pretty sure over prolonged use, and, and, and if there's other extensive drug use, it's more effective. But there are some powerful drugs that will be reintroduced and cast out into the population. Why? Because it destroys. And more importantly, it will get you to surrender to authority. And guess what they're going to come up with different things? They're going to come up with vaccinations for everything. And then they're going to say it's such a big drug problem that that, that drug problem, you will be looking for the authorities to, to get control of it while they're the ones that are controlling it, the controlled substance. We've been so had, so misguided. What you've seen in the cocaine and marijuana and heroin was all just the the, the moment, the, the drug of the moment. But it wasn't the drug of the future. Because the future that they had in, in store for everyone is to be completely zombatized. That's why they come out with these propaganda movies. That's why they come out with these prop. This service is provided in high def Access code accepted. This conference is being recorded. Q&A session started. Do it through the food. They're going to do it through the air. They're going to do it through the water. And do it through the drugs. Brother Dave, you got a call. Oh, I didn't even see it. Got it.
Thanks, brother. Okay, let's go to this caller. Welcome, caller, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Where's your name? Where you calling from? What's your comment or question? I was just sitting back listening to the show. Good show, Dave, no doubt. Peace, peace. Brother Braggs, what's going on, bro? Yeah, just sitting back listening, man. Good show, man. You could have kept on. I was into it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Brother Braggs, we talked earlier today, man, and it's, and we know with, with all of the, you know, right now, uh, you know, when, when we were growing up, we, we didn't have, or it may have been there, but maybe we didn't notice, but, you know, all of the, the missing per- people, especially young people, we really need to look at where are these young people going. And, you know, you and I had, you were talk, talking about this earlier and we're going to talk about it extensively. I don't want to, to, to blow it, uh, for another show that we're going to have. But, you know, brother Braggs, when I saw that, that devil's breath. Oh my um, goodness. That, that's something there. You know what? Now that's something they just, I think it came out of South America, but it's so potent. Yeah. If you touch it, you, you, you're done. You're like in another zoned up. They can take you off anyway. You're done. Right. That's why it's really dangerous because it leaves you incapacitated. And it, it's totally, and then, you know, with, with, if you look at some of these concerts that they have now that the young people frequent, they're just full, I mean, just full on demonic now. And, I believe that you'll find this devil's breath stuff introduced there. And it will be, it's, it's something that is definitely something that, you know, our young people have to be made aware of. They have it's to a, know what's going on. It's another form of date rape too. Actually, it, that's what it really is because it leaves you incapacitated. Anything that takes your ability to know where you at and, 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 and take you, takes your control of your cognizance. You got a problem with that. That's a real serious drug. Right. Right. And then, Right, that's that's what it's going to to be used uh, for, but you know, and also, I think with especially with the amount of drug use now, and then you know, you know, with the legalization of drugs and everything else, this is totally starting to because it's all synthetic based, totally starting to destroy our bodies, and we really need to think about it. Yo, I'm we think there's another one that when I saw this young cat was on. Um... I can't think what they call it, shaker. It's something, man. But once these cats take this stuff, man, it, it makes them go bananas, man. They do all kind of weird shit. And this is smoking synthetic marijuana. This shit is not a joke, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, never it, put it, that synthetic crap in your system. Don't touch that shit. Yeah, don't touch any of it. Man, right from don't it. do it. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. And, you know, but we really need to have, I, I have to restructure uh, some things because we really need to talk about some of these things that are, uh, out on the, you know, we need to do one just on this, this new drug, uh, because it's in, it's in Britain, it's in South America, it's in the States. You just, they just haven't admitted it's, it's being done before, you know, from that bath salt and, and all that other oh, stuff. Oh, bath salt, that's another one that leaves you loopy, man. All that stuff, man. Yeah. And, chemicals, and, you know what? This, this chemical thing that America's on, I mean, it's so many chemicals that could be detrimental. They put them in our food already. You, you, when you brush your teeth, you're wiping your mouth with fluoride. You know, everything they, they got you doing is slowly killing you. Silent weapons, quiet, quietly murder you. Yep, so, you know, so true. What you put in your mouth, what you wash your skin with, the, the chemicals they put on your hair to have straight hair. When you got nine ether hair, God made your hair, leave it kinky. You'll be fine. 
you know what I'm saying? But those chemicals actually create problems with women in, in their in their down in their vagina area with these with these uh cysts yeah. and whatnot that they have. And it's serious. Some some women have to have their scalps removed from those chemicals, man. So and a lot of women end up with their hairline halfway across their head from all those chemicals. And and, and weave wigs with web on them. Just man, I don't even understand that wig thing. Sisters hairs are so beautiful, they don't need wigs, but that's another day, another story. Yeah, it's it's the perpetual, you know, because if you really, really think about it, uh, you know, they they are after, you know, a land without men is conquered, and a land without women is barren, and there there isn't a real agenda to totally sterilize and to depopulate the the planet, and they're going to do it through the women, and and they're going to introduce war for the first time to women and they're going to be subject to all kinds of things and there will be I, I hope no women don't fall for joining the army i wouldn't if i was a woman i wouldn't go down there and join no there, 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 there is no recovery once we lose the womb there is no recovery there is no place that could give birth it will be synthetic birth and they're always now trying to clone Ooh, and, and they got and, and they got a synthetic wound. It's funny you would say that they got a, a synthetic wound that they're trying to uh, birth a person through right now. Craziest thing you ever heard, man. This this is the te- the technology and the practices of the the sorcery. This is nothing more than sorcery. So hey, brother Braggs, man, uh, we got in a little late today, but we're gonna um, definitely we got to talk about preparedness uh, because. One of the things that I'm really concerned about is uh, France. You know, it's so funny, Brother Braggs, today, I, if people don't know, we talked early this morning, and, and Brother Braggs France. brought up France. <laughs> and then two hours later, uh, Holland from France says that they're uh, ready to start uh, performing airstrikes in Syria uh, because Syria is responsible for the immigration uh, um, refugee the refugees crisis that's going through Europe. If you don't know what's going on with the refugee crisis, uh, this is another stage and another step and another oh, yeah. indication that you're going Siege to world war. and refugees, that's what they got to do. They got to make people move to take land. Yes. Once you displace people from the land, the land becomes up for grabs because nobody's on the land. And exactly. that's the whole plan. That's it, how they, man, just start checking history. I'm telling you, if you start reading these people's history, you're going to see that this is a, most things are just a massive grand theft all the way through history. The whole thing has been stealing assets and, and, and people's labor. Yep, that's exactly Rape, it. Rape, so rob, now, pillage, and grab the land. Yep, and we were talking about that this morning, and Brother Braggs just you know, said something about France, and then boom, uh, two hours later, this comes out uh, that France is ready to start airstrikes against Syria in response to the refugee crisis. This is how you get into world war. And guess who the new, re- guess where the next refugees are going to come from? They're going to be refugees right here in the United States. They oh, brought you know. into that and they broke you into it in Katrina. That's why like Katrina. When they didn't call them, when they told the, the people that were affected by the hurricane, they gave them a title. They gave them refugees. Refugee. They called Not them only that, they didn't send anybody in to get them right out. They let them sit there and stew in that bad weather and humidity and people floating in the water. And yep. the situation was just ridiculous to be yep. in, a, in a supposedly, see, you know what? I have a problem. They always scream civilized. They always went civilized somebody. Come on, man. <laughs> right. Come on, man. Come on, man. Right, are they, right, are right. they really civilized or is it a joke? 
It's a joke. Because what they wanted to do was they wanted to indoctrinate you for what they were going to do to you years in advance. There will be some new refugees. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of them are going to come out of California because the water has been cut off. Hey, you know what? we got to get out of here. Um, I'm sorry we ran out of time, but we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to talk about preparedness, uh, this whole show, uh, and, and some of the, the, the current events. Brother Bragg, uh, make sure you jump on, man, because we need to tell, tell everyone um, how to get prepared uh, so they don't have to become a refugee. So listen, everyone, thank you for listening. Much love, much respect. Um, God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. It's never goodbye. It's I'll see you later. And remember, remember, before you ask for a blessing, make sure to be a blessing. And God willing, it's not goodbye. See you later. We're out. Brother Bragg, let's talk in the morning. All right, no doubt. I'll hit you. Girl, you are rich, even with nothing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.